0: I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners, and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be
1: complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location. And oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening.
0: Hey everyone! Welcome to episode forty-one of the Independent Agent. I'm Jordan Goodman. This and is and I'm Justin. the older,
1: wiser brother. I'm, Justin. I'm
0: just trying to make sure this thing doesn't break off again. Last episode, I finished with the things Mike snapping off. You were hangry. I wasn't hangry. I had just had lunch. Well, you were just angry then. This is nootropics. Okay, today's drink. Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you four words, and then you got to guess what it is. Okay. Rolling down the street,
1: gin and juice. Yo,
0: glory, glory. Yes, that's what we're drinking. We're we're drinking a gin and juice today. So, is it like a Mott's applesauce or Mott's juice box type of thing? I I literally was singing the song in my head and I looked online and typed in gin and juice recipe. So, it's probably, I mean, Snoop is probably just OJ and gin, but this is uh, gin. Grapefruit, lime, a little bit of simple syrup, and I think that was it. Yeah. Gin and juice. Not bad. Snoop is right. This is good. It's really good. It's gin and juice. Mm. You should make me drinks more often. I do it once a week.
1: Well, more often than that. Get me through the week. that's actually pretty tasty all right question number one i am the cfo of an agency with about 50 employees between both our commercial lines and personal lines departments both departments are submitting requests to hire additional staff the problem is when i look at the numbers i think we're actually overstaffed do you guys look at revenue per employee or how else would you determine when it is time to add another person to your team
0: yeah, we we do look at revenue per employee, but I don't think we make decisions off it. I think it's just a data point. I mean, Justin might be different on that, but I don't think we've ever made a decision to hire or not to hire someone else based on that metric. And that metric also gets confusing because, like for yourself, you're a CFO. Are you wrapping yourself into that revenue per employee, or is it just sale, Is it just service staff, or is it include production? And if it's like account managers, what if you have like assistance, issuing certs, things like that. Like where do you wrap that all up?
1: And what if you've outsourced some of that labor? Totally.
0: Yeah. I mean, which all agencies have done in some capacity now. So I think it's a helpful benchmark to see where your agency's at when benchmarking against other agency. Like insurance journal puts those those data points out. And I think that's really helpful to look at. Hey, how are we doing based on that? You know, I handle most of the finances for both Goodman and Total CSR, but I wouldn't call myself a CFO. Though technically... You, you technically I are. do hold that title. But when I'm looking at all these, for us, but again, we're a small agency, is does it make sense? Like There's two different things. A, the finances are, are a big component of it. Does it maintain profitability? But I'll forego monetary profitability for profitability of time, too. So if everyone's just getting squeezed and the culture's getting rough and people are miserable, then we'll look at each other, or or Justin and I are starting to have to do more work, we'll look at each other and say, We don't want that. We don't want that, right? Now, if it puts us to the spot where we're, we're no longer profitable or reduces profit, the margins that are unacceptable, that's a different question. But we honestly haven't ever come across that.
1: I have two diverging thoughts so here's the first one. Okay. One is when you're so worried about that number, you can actually prevent growth within the agency. Exactly. And so I'm a firm believer that the account managers, account assistants. Does anyone ever say I'm a soft believer? No, <laughs> no, no one ever says that. I just just utter words and you make sense of them. But anyway, See I, <laughs> Wow, I need some nootropics. <laughs> How do you do that, Jordan? <laughs> I feel like a certain presidential candidate right now. Wow. Hey. Wow. So when you have, you know, <laughs> a certain workload and you can't handle any new business coming in, right, or that new account that was just landed that now all the certs need to go out and you can't be energetic because you're so burnt out, then that's going to hurt your ability to bring on new clients. Even the producers are going to have to get more involved on servicing side, which is losing you money. So I don't like that as an indicator, but the truth is we don't look at data. And most of the time we don't because we don't have processes that are really systematized. Now, I'll tell a story, and I don't know if we said this before, but... I'm a firm believer that certain processes should take a certain amount of time and we should know this. <laughs> and I unfortunately, earlier in my uh, days when we had, we had just launched Goodman, put a, uh, let's call it a more senior person in years through a process of timing how fast she could get through certificates of insurance. Mm-hmm. With a stopwatch. I'm a terrible, He's terrible human let's being. Let's just be honest. A terrible he human stood being. stood
0: behind her. This woman was 68?
1: Why do you have to? You could have just said senior. Now I sound even worse. <laughs> yeah, well, it was pretty bad. When we found out what happened,
0: we were all like, oh.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Basically, there was no support, and there's not, there shouldn't have been for what. But anyway, they're supposed to take a set amount you, of time. You didn't say what you did. Oh. He stood
0: behind her, hovered over her back chair and held a stopwatch and and timed how fast and how long it took her to do various activities
1: click click yep (laughs) i am a bad person much worse
0: than many so ever since then we've tried to we've tried to be ahead of the curve technologically at our agency and because of that we try to hire people with more competency in in technologies right When we brought this person on, she had a ton of experience and she knew a great deal about insurance, but just had come from kind of an antiquated agency. And so when we tried to move her into that technology, she just really wasn't getting it. So Justin was really attempting to see how far behind she was. Now we're pretty intentional upfront with hiring, but I was just thinking about that really cool tool that we're going to be bringing soon that's going to be able to test that for
1: all of our total CSR customers. Gee, Jordan, don't blow the secret. Huh? (laughs) Huh? Huh? Anyway, so where I was going is you need to know how long every single process in the office takes. And within, give or take, two minutes, not that I have a stopwatch.
0: (laughs) How long does it take to put together a comp proposal? Uh, Eight minutes. GL. Just GL? Just GL. I would have said package if I said
1: package. Fourteen. You're just making stuff up. (laughs) But then I sound intelligent. But you need to know how long this process takes. You do. And so we're working on trying to figure those things out because you can't tell if your staff is overloaded if you don't know how long things take. And even though we have a lot of stuff templated so it makes it less time. Again, we preach on here. We don't always effectively do it on our end. But I had a new piece of business come in. Not that I wrote. (laughs) It's like you wrote (laughs) something? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Brian had had brought a new piece of business right. and which account manager does it go to? And I said, which one of you is less busy because we didn't have the real-time data on the workload on their desk and the workload it takes to handle a certain package account is going to be much more than it is a comp account and so the bandwidth will differ. But if you can get to the spot where, one, every process in your office is laid out to a T and then, two, you've gone through and figured out how long let's say 90% of the time when someone has this, there's not an exception to the rule it takes to do that job. You can then take all of those processes times the number of accounts and the policies and and what activities are going to be done and figure out how much bandwidth there is for staff to do things. That's a far better way of doing it. Are we there? No, but is it something that's on the top of my mind to get done? Yes. Because again, the whole revenue per employee, it also matters because some some accounts like construction they're heavy service right you could be in public entity which have heavy service but the dollar figures are so big there that it makes much more sense and it skews your revenue per employee count so i just think you have to look at what's the real bandwidth of your team how long should things take to get done yeah well i I just think going
0: back to the technology piece if you need more staff maybe one of the questions is is Do we need better technology, right? If you're concerned about that, there might be technology that you're not implementing or outsourcing that could achieve that at a far lower cost, that'll give you a a far better return that that might be what you need to investigate, go to those team members and say, Hey, What are you spending most of your time doing? If there's a common denominator, you know, do you guys like it? Is it helpful? Or do you want that? If we could find a solution to replace that, can we do that? And that might solve the problem. I mean, technology has solved so many of our problems. I haven't been able to get rid of Justin yet, but that's coming.
1: It is coming. Yeah. I'm due for my departure. (sighs) Question
0: number two. One of our most uh, experienced and well-liked commercial lines account managers recently retired. She was a long-time employee and the glue in many of our most important client relationships. We're concerned about the impact her retirement will have on business and that some clients may leave. How do we address this with the clients and reassure them? And when would you recommend letting clients know about future transitions?
1: Well, one, you're a little late to the game if the yeah. person's already gone. Unless it was right before a renewal. Yeah. <laughs> then you're, you're right on time. <laughs> Uh, but our fairy godmother was named Janice, and she solved all of our problems. She still is named Janice. She she is. <laughs> but she gave me plenty of notice, hey, retirement's coming, and we had a transition plan in place. So we spent a lot of time communicating to the customer that, hey, things are, are good. We've got this person who's been trained and started having, Lauren is her name, interact with Janice's Lauren customer. was her name. Oh, damn it. I'm kidding. I know. (laughs) So anyway, we got her involved in the account before the transition actually ever had to take place. And so not only did they hear she was great at doing what Janice did, they saw that she could actually do it the same. And in some ways, they appreciated just how fast she was, which is a little quicker than Janice, who was obviously on the edge of retirement. So I think you can't start after the fact You got to remember, too, every one of your customers, if you're on the commercial side, is a business owner. They have the same challenge. And so rather than skirt the issue or try and downplay it, hey, it is a big, big transition, and we've invested in building up our staff so that nobody will feel slighted when this individual retires because it's the next person up is prepped and ready, and this is how much we invest And as I go back again towards what we did with Lauren was get her involved in the account early, especially if you know that transition's coming, and then you should have far less problems. Well, we shifted
0: Janice out of the accounts like six months ahead of time, Mm -hmm. right? Lauren started rolling into the accounts, and Janice managed, kind of co-managed the accounts, you know, with her. And that was really helpful. So they got to know everyone. They got to feel comfortable that Janice was still there, and they were talking on the accounts and the renewals and getting through processes. So I think that was one of my better ideas.
1: And my cheap ass <laughs> was like, well, that seems like a long time to double pay. And I, I
0: was, I was again, you are just not picking up on cues. That was your idea.
1: Oh. I was
0: trying to give you kudos, but I'll take them.
1: I'm not taking nootropics, so I can't remember <laughs> history the same way. I was trying to give you kudos. I don't want your kudos. You don't? I do you miss want my cooties? When's the last time you had a kudos bar? Kudos were the worst thing ever. No. I think.
0: What is wrong with you? No, those, those were terrible. They were chocolate covered and the chocolate covered peanut butter. Oh, I need to get a kudos bar. Do they even
1: make those anymore? I don't know. Did they go the way of the Twinkie? Didn't they bring back the Twinkie? They did, but different yeah. company. Kind of like Johnny Appleseeds is now Green Apple or Appleheads.
0: I used to every lunch. Mom would pack me one of those.
1: No, she did the same for me, and I hated them, but now I know why she did it, because she thought I was you.
0: There's no way. I was taller and better looking.
1: You were not taller,
0: nor better (laughs) looking. (laughs) Now you're just plain taller. Yep. Okay. Did we even touch on that question? Um, Yeah, I think we finished it. Yeah, I think that was good.
1: So, what you doing tonight? Getting on more conference calls.
0: I don't know. I'm just trying to make conversation. Yeah,
1: no. If you have drink requests, send them Jordan's way. If you have questions, send them to Olivia at TotalCSR.com. Anything to add? Like, subscribe, all
0: those things, reviews. We need them. We like them. We love you.
1: Even a terrible one. That would be nice, too, just for fun.
0: Yeah. just But make sure you rate it five stars and then say how terrible we are, particularly Justin, that you don't like his voice or the way he looks or his stature
1: or his wardrobe passive aggressive much
0: (laughs) all right everyone stay safe out there try and take a vacation
1: before school i'll steer your line cheers cheers